Hey everyone, welcome to Third Shop Podcast. We appreciate all of the downloads, the listens, and the comments. We just love all of the support. So please don't forget to subscribe or follow our show on your favorite podcast platform. You can also follow us on social media, Instagram or Facebook. We're there at Third Shot Podcast. Also on Twitter at Third Shot Pod. And now we are on YouTube. Whoa! I know. <laughs> this is so, what we look like. <laughs> Here we are. So all you have to do is go to YouTube, search Third Shot Podcast, and you'll find us there. So I think we should cheers to that, guys. Yes, we should. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. This is exciting. It is. We've been talking about it for a while, and people have been able to listen to our show on YouTube, but this is the first time they actually get to see us. How does it it change the way you prepare for this show? (laughs) Oh, man. It increases my prep time. (laughs) (laughs) I had to do my hair. That was crazy. You kind of took my answer away from me, Rez. I had to do my hair, too. Does it look okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Greg, you got the the cool background, though. You've got the the whole thing, like Mm -hmm. paddles. Yeah, I got a little decor going on. I definitely have the third shot going on. It's uh, it's fun. I got my little studio, got my monitors all set up to prepare for whoever we're talking to. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I enjoy it. I've been looking forward to doing video, not because I want people to see this, but <laughs> I want people to see Bridgie. That's what I want people to see. Oh, right. No, I right. think they should exactly. see Russ. He's like the Oz, you know, like we always hear him. We talk That's about true. him. You know what? We, we, we should have planned this out so that I was actually like behind a curtain oh, no. instead of actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, from a producer point of view, Russ, like what are you thinking about? Because this is kind of right up your alley. You enjoy doing video and you enjoy producing. Well, as you can tell, I'm learning how to push the buttons right now. Like I've got new buttons to press, so I'm just switching amongst all of us. I'm going to do some wrong switches like that's going to happen. But, you know, it's like pickleball, right? You're going to have some bad hits. You're going to, you know, ball's going to go out. Ball's going to go over the head, whatever. I saw a few of those when uh, when you were playing in Vegas. Definitely more than a few. No, I. Yes, it happens. What are you going to do? I think the interesting but, thing uh, yeah, about I, this is you have the ability to like actually show things as we're talking to people, as we're talking about a certain subject. You're prepared. You're like ready to like throw some clips into the uh, to the video broadcast. I don't think it's, I don't think people are going to miss anything if they're just listening to it on audio. But for the people that are watching right. here on YouTube and you know and get doing the video side, th- this is just a little extra added. It's kind of cool. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it more, more fun. Right. Like I, I do, uh, we, we did tests, you know, like you guys were like showing paddles and stuff. So I, I like, uh, how it's working so far. I think it's, I think it's gonna be really cool. What do you think, Bridgie? Are you excited about this? I am. And now that I see uncle's wonderful studio over there, <laughs> I'm in my head, you know, trying to plan out what switches I'm going to make. And soon this is all going to just be like, paddles and <laughs> more things that say third shot podcast and right now right. i think i've been thinking about this a lot our shot glasses we need to get some etched oh we shot do glasses we do that say third that'd shots be cool and, that'd be know. very cool if we could do that yeah that's next, next on the list yeah we need to make that happen 
Yeah. For sure. I, well, I wore my third shot shirt mm. because I wanted to break in kind of the new thing, wearing the shirt and everything. Else. Exactly. Right. There you go. Yeah. Well, what a cool design that is. Yeah, Bridgie did exactly. a fantastic job designing these shirts. <laughs> we actually gave one to um, Pickle or Die, our friend Greg up in Colorado, because they played doubles with him. And we wore this during our doubles match. And he raves about how comfortable this shirt is. He loves wearing our third shot shirt. So good job, Bridgie. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I went cricket crazy. You know that it's like a... <laughs> crafting device and I was cutting and ironing and flipping the vinyl onto the wrong side. It was a mess. But now, <laughs> if you want a shirt, holler. Hey, you got them all done though. Like they were all done on time for the thing. It's good. So yeah. Russ, what's the deal with YouTube? Because we're doing on YouTube to get sponsors on YouTube. How many people do you have to actually watch us before we can get a sponsor? Oh, there's all kinds of rules. Uh, it's it, it, it used to be like what 25 people or something like that and then you get to name your channel and then after that it was like, like you you got to do all these different things but basically what needs to happen is a bunch of people need to watch a bunch of people need to download we need to do some youtube shorts as well and get those up there so like there's all these different combinations of things that you have to do before you can actually monetize it's it's a, a lot more difficult than it used to be so there's, there's, a, there's a lot that we need to do. So I want I want our like audience YouTube? to chime in and tell us what do they want us to see us do to get more people to watch yeah. us? I, I want them to hit subscribe. <laughs> 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 That'll stuff. help. Definitely. Um, you know, uh, doing doing that, that that's, that's part of it. The other, you know, like we've got to get so many watch hours. You have to have like, I don't know, four or 5,000 watch hours or something oh like that. Gosh. So we're just going to make some really long shows. <laughs> right, We'll just start recording now and just go for it for like, you know, the rest of July. We'll be good. But we are, we need them to stick through it, right? To watch <laughs> yeah. from start to finish. Just have it playing in the background or something. Yeah, just let it run. So how much coffee we don't does care. you need to stay up for 4,000 hours? I <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Russ, how much espresso do we need to just uh, you know put an IV exactly? In well, you know, I use I use the same shot glasses for espresso in the morning, so always got them handy now. I, I think between the three of us, four thousand hours, we just do what thirteen thousand or thirteen hundred hours each. Yeah, we'll make it. There you go. We'll make there you go. Right. <laughs> no, listeners, please uh, check us out on YouTube if you haven't done so yet. Uh, so far. We'd love to have you join us, especially on this episode, because we're doing it in video. So if you're listening to it right now, you want to check us out on video, hey, finish the episode first, because we need the full listen. <laughs> then shoot over to YouTube, and you're going to check <laughs> us out and um, yeah, laugh along with us and have a shot with us. Exactly. At, at this point, you could be the first person to subscribe to us. Who knows? <laughs> we we oh, just set yeah. this whole thing up. Like, I mean, we've been putting the podcasts, you know, the audio on there, but like, yeah, be, be, be one of the first, be like a, an early adopter. We should do something special shot. for our early uh, subscribers. We there need to go. figure out a promotion yeah. for early subscribers. Exactly. We'll do something like fun it. Yeah. Them. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Let's make it. Well, you know, uh, speaking of video, that sort of takes me to uh, the the learning more question, which, you know, learning more. I've got that uh, that other podcasting. Now I can put information about it for those of you uh, watching at home. Um, but uh, where do you guys because video is a great way to learn about things. And I go, you know, like <laughs> I just had to fix something last week so in the house here and. <laughs> 
sure enough, I go to YouTube, figure it out. Five minutes later, it's fixed. Saved me, you know, from calling a plumber, which was great. I figure like that's that's probably a good source for you guys. Is that where you go for for video uh, to to figure out like how you should be playing better, or how you could be playing better? For me, where do you go? My yeah. go to is Instagram, Instagram. just because that is my main social media source. I'm on that all the time. And so it's really easy just to find some fun clips. And then it takes me down a rabbit hole because I'll click on one person's profile. Then like three (laughs) clicks later, I'm in another place watching pickleball. So that's my starting point is always Instagram. And then, you know, people have links in their profiles and stuff like that. That's been really interesting because then it just takes me all over the place. Do you watch instructional videos on Instagram or do you watch just people play, you know, how everybody kind of posts their favorite points of their match and that type of thing? Or what are you looking at when you're on Instagram? All of the above. Anything pickleball, my um, my algorithm, that's what it's called. <laughs> it only shows me pickleball now. Like it used to be all food and now I just <laughs> – it's pickleball videos, how tos. I really like the highlights from games just because it's so quick and you get to see the really awesome points and then they slow it down. So then I can really see it because sometimes it's too fast. But what about you, uncle? Where are you watching? I also do Instagram. You know, uh, we're pretty active mm-hmm. on Instagram with our third shot uh, posts and that type of thing. So I kind of get the algorithms are sending me a whole bunch of pickleball stuff as well. Uh, but now that we've been, you know, talking about going on YouTube and now that we're finally on YouTube, I was spending more time there and I didn't realize this, but you know, the NPL, the national pickleball league, they post all their matches on YouTube. And I was able to go on for the first week of the uh, league and watch, uh, you know, our guy Alex Simon play for the OKC Punishers. Yeah. And I saw his doubles matches. And it was really fun just kind of following that whole thing. Um, and so, you know, you get to hear Alex talk about his game. And then to actually watch it and see him execute what he was talking about with his backhand and how strong it is. And I was like, whoa, this guy is the real deal. And it was fun watching and, and seeing him compete. I still remember this one point. He was playing with this other guy, and I apologize. I do not remember his partner's name. But he was running up to the net. His partner was running up to the net, hit a shot. Unfortunately, I think it went out or it went into the net. But he had so much momentum, he jumped over the net onto the other side. <laughs> and the momentum, oh, my I'm going, gosh. Holy cow, this guy's athletic. Because I think he's probably my height, and I, there's no way I'm jumping over the net. I would kill myself. But <laughs> it was pretty fun watching wow. That's exciting. What a yeah, match. It was pretty exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm watching more and more pickleball on YouTube now. And now that I'm watching the matches, I'm also seeing more instructional stuff too. And it's helpful. It's really helpful. It really is, yeah. Russ, where are you going to start watching? Well, you know, I I too, because I've, you know, followed uh, Greg and I've followed, you know, Uncle the Uncle Greg pot now that you got the uh, Instagram account back. Yes, thank you. A little hacking. But uh, yeah, because I watch that and because I subscribe to the third show, I'm starting to get a bunch of pickleball stuff in there. So that's actually, I'm, I'm seeing that. But I've also followed a bunch of stuff on uh, Reddit. So with with Reddit, you don't get as you know many videos, but you get people talking about um, 
uh, pickleball and like the you know like the etiquette and things like that. I see I've, I've met mm-hmm. multiple posts about that, and uh, I see uh, people you know um, complaining about uh, you know the noise at, at some of the. <laughs> you see those posts, but um, yeah. So I, I'm 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 thinking that Reddit is is a is a decent enough source for. Uh, uh, they're, they're going through some issues right now, so I don't know if I'll suggest it to everyone, but uh, it's a it's a good well, source. For, I got a uh, question for you about Reddit before. because you know I go on Reddit for business stuff, right? Um, some fun stuff, but mostly business stuff. And sometimes you get a lot of haters on Reddit, and I'm just curious on the topic of pickleball: is it more supporters or haters? You know, I actually I find it where most of the communities that I'm in in Reddit are really like nice. Um, like I don't see a whole lot of that. You see people, you know, making the occasional jokes and whatnot, but you know, where you find the most toxic comments is right here on YouTube. <laughs> so oh, we, yeah, we gotta <laughs> we be careful here. <laughs> we open the door. <laughs> so we're going to have one episode on YouTube have. and then we're out. That we can yeah. Right. <laughs> like, no, we're not doing this anymore. I'm sensitive. <laughs> like, that's what you guys look like. I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It happens. I'm sure. It happens. Uh, notice I cut to I'm me sure. on that on that comment. All right, so that's my learning more question, uh, Greg. Uh, what's coming up on the uh, podcast here today? Well, we have a paddle company called Komodo Pickleball, and their CEO Dave Milo is joining us, and they have a fantastic line of paddles including junior battles, which I'm especially excited to talk about as well. So when you come back, we will have Dave Milo, the CEO of Komodo Pickleball. Listen up, pickleball people. You can't slay on the court and look sloppy at the same time. Thank goodness for pickleball athletes and their sweet styles. Whether you want long sleeves, no sleeves, or funky and fun prints, pickleball athlete has got you covered. Their selection is perfect for the super serious players or the jokers out there. And they don't just stop at clothes either. Check out their awesome accessories that would make fabulous gifts for your favorite player. Or for yourself, let's be real. And hey, you get to feel good about supporting a small business too. Find them at pickleballathlete.com. Be sure to also follow on Facebook and Instagram. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thanks for joining us on our second segment of Third Shot. You know, as always, we really appreciate all the support that you've been showing us on social media. So please keep giving us your feedback, your comments, rate us five stars whenever you can. Follow us on whatever platform you listen to this show on. Now, let's get to our guest. We are really excited to have Dave Milo, the CEO of Komodo Pickleball. Welcome, Dave. How are you today? I'm fantastic, Greg. And just uh, very pleased to be on the show with you guys today. We're super excited to have you here. Uh, but before we jump into it, we've got our tradition of taking a shot. We are ready. To cheers. Ooh. Kick it off. Cheers. 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 Oh. All right. We've got a really awesome paddle to talk about today. But before we get into all of that, we do need to learn what got you into pickleball and kind of what's your background with the sport? Well, uh, the uh, the evolution of tennis is where I was really involved in quite a bit. 
and uh, I've been playing tennis my whole life, uh, ranked in my younger days and what have you. And as an adult, we, uh, we try to endeavor into different businesses. And so a buddy of mine came to me and asked if I would be interested in uh, looking at opening a tennis company up and designing and building our own rackets and things in which we did. Um, and we had our own strings and, you know, about two years into the business, um, I'm an entrepreneur. I have a couple other businesses as well. I just saw this pickleball game trending really heavy and a lot of the tennis players leaving tennis and going to pickleball and being a diehard tennis guy. The famous saying is <laughs> I'm too young to go to pickleball and, um, I'm not going to do it. And I fought it as long as I could until I got razzed so hard to come play and I fell in love with it. And it's the kind of game that I play at tennis. I'm, I'm a banger and I'm was a banger in tennis and I'm a banger in pickleball. And so it got me to start diving into the economics of pickleball and the trends and how, how the sport was just skyrocketing. And, um, I reached out to some of my, uh, suppliers and uh they sent me some paddles and it started there and um a year and two months later i've completely dropped tennis and we focus nothing but on pickleball um and so the love of pickleball and the passion that i have for you know the youth is the big key that i really love you know i i, I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old and, um, you know, for us to get together and play um, is a great dynamics. And I found so many people out there that, you know, want to play and want to maneuver in the pickleball world. So we just decided to go for it. And, um, you know, it's been such a blessing so far um, to be able to, you know, serve the community, serve the kids, serve this pickleball nation that's going on right now. Yeah, and in talking to you prior to this interview, uh, it came across very clearly that family is extremely important to you, and you're really building a family culture. That really resonated with me. Obviously, Bridgie and I are family. Russ is family. I mean, come on. Mm -hmm. I probably spend more time talking to Russ than anybody else (laughs) in my life. So we're all family here as well. You know, talk about like why you really are instilling that family culture within Komodo Pickleball and, and it really extends beyond just the people within your organization as the people you're extending out to as well, right? Oh, most definitely. You know, um, when I was looking into a lot of these companies, you know, a lot of these companies are really corporate America. You know, you have Franklin, you have Yola, they're all from uh, ping pong and different other sports out there where Komodo is really based on the the values of tradition. And, you know, we came up with the name Komodo um, after, you know, the dragon, but we, we love the, we love that it's so docile and it, it, and then it's fierce all in the same time, you know, and, and bringing together um, the vision of being able to help and support people equally, uh, you know, that, that means the world to me. And, you know, I, 
I don't want to be a corporate America company. I, I refuse and I will never be a corporate America company. I want everybody equally from our pro players to our affiliates to, you know, the people that work in the back offices to be able to enjoy this and love for this as much as I do and my family does. Um, when we were starting Komodo, um, it really resonated to me whenever I went to the courts and there was all the people there waiting to get on the courts and you would see families come to the parks and whatnot, but no one wanted to let beginner families come in and take a court, you know, they're two, three, four deep paddles waiting to get on a court. And then you got a family rolled up, never played before. And, you know, I, I saw a need for it. So one of the first things that we came out with was a combo pack and it's, you know, a net, four wooden paddles and eight balls and you can set it up in your driveway you can set it up in your cul-de-sac you know go go to the park and on the basketball court and it really resonated to me that this was a huge need for the family side of things and not just for a sports athlete or someone to go by themselves and so that really was a wonderful thing and then i got it into the schools here in grand junction you know in the middle schools and just trying to get you know the kids doing it which brings in the parents to do it which ties in that whole family value again so you know when we talk to pro athletes and semi-pros and a lot of our people that we sponsor right now they're they feel like they're part of the family you know it's just you're not a number you're not just someone that plays for this you could call me anytime. I give everybody my cell phone number, my email, whatever. Um, and I want everybody to feel like they're part of this. And if they have something they like to bring to me, I, I look at it, you know, and, and we talk about it. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great core value to have. And, you know, the grassroots way is um, pure in my heart. I love that background and hearing where Komodo came from is amazing and you know I was curious as to why it was named that because the paddle looks so cool I was thinking oh maybe because it looks like a dragon but to hear the background behind it is even greater of a story and as uncle said him and I are very big on family and that's kind of where we got started well you know Bridgie but I Bridgie my your auntie my wife is in love with that design right there she saw that paddle and she goes that is the coolest paddle you got Yes, see, yeah. we fell in love with the design and then even more after we got to play with it. But we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah. I was wondering, well, you know, too. Oh, go ahead. Well, you, well, you know, and, and, and like I, the, the original paddles that I came out with, the Evolve series, you know, I, I kind of wanted to tell a storyline along with um, why we're bringing these paddles to market. You know, and so our original paddles that we came out with were called Evolve. You're evolving into the game of pickleball. You know, that that was my storyline that I made up in my mind that when I bring these paddles to market, how do I bring it in and, and be able to bring people into the whole Komodo vision? And so we started with the Evolve. You evolve into the game of pickleball. Um, I kind of jumped the gun and came out with the Katana, which is the top of the line paddle we have. But I have a new line that's coming out in a few weeks that we're calling Fury. So as you evolve into the game, you get the passion and you get the fury and then you go to the next paddle, you know? And so I kind of wanted to make a vision out of it and make it fun, you know, and make it interesting for people. Yeah, we can see that for sure. And they have those puzzle pieces put together for us. It's definitely a storyline that you've created. 
I want to jump back a little bit, though. Um, you had mentioned that you go to the schools and, and teach the youth how to play and introduce them to the game of pickleball. And my first look at pickleball was in a PE class in high school. So how has it been introducing this sport to the youth and have they been receptive to it? Oh, most def- definitely. They they love it, you know, and they they find it so different to be able to do something different in school. You know, it's not the basketball, soccer, you know, that you normally have. It's something different. And we're in Colorado here. So, you know, in the wintertime, you don't get to play outside. So there's gym time only. So this adds a benefit to the wintertime sports that the kids can do um, along with volleyball and stuff like that indoors. You know, they have pickleball days. And so, you know, my goal with Komodo was be able to help all the schools across the nation, you know, with trying to make a program and a learning curriculum for the teachers and get these kids playing, you know, because the it's a younger generation sport, you know, yes, everybody can play from, you know, eight years old, six years old, all the way up to 80 plus years old. But we need to make sure that the kids and the youth today really get a helping hand in this it's it's a wonderful sport and it's it's a long time sport that'll be around for a long time. Well, I think everything that you're doing is going to help it uh, be around for a long time because it's all about the next generation coming up, right? Getting them excited about it. And once they get excited, they're going to stay with it for, for a lifetime. You know, you said you had a, a background as an entrepreneur um, in the tennis world. You know, you switched or you kind of shifted and evolved into the pickleball world Tell me, is there anything that you just weren't expecting? I'm a business owner myself, and I get surprised all the time, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like I didn't see that one coming, right? Was there anything that you didn't see coming that uh, is like, whoa, I need to adjust to this, or this is fantastic. I didn't realize what an opportunity there is. You know, and I'm going through that right now. Um, I didn't realize how fast this was going to grow. Um that's that's what's kind of shocked me the most is you know the dynamics of working with you know manufacturers and designing and you know then you have shipping which you know is atrocious to try to get our products here um and things like that um those are all playing the factor but i would say growth is what kind of got me by surprise i didn't realize that it was going to grow as fast as it is and, you know, having um, the possibilities of having pro players um, this next year playing with our equipment, um, things like that. I mean, it's just, it's so amazing how business works. And, and when things start rolling and going together, it just all starts flowing. But the whole graphics of, you know, wow, this is just growing immensely. Yeah, I was wondering, are you able to share with us what pro players are going to be using your paddle in the coming year? Or is that top Unfortun- secret? Uh, unfortunately, it's uh, it's the NDA stuff right now. Well, you don't have to name uh, names, but like, so. what kind of reception are you getting when you go out to the pro tournaments? And you, I know you're having people try your paddles out. What kind of reception are you getting from the pros? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. You know, I'm, I'm have a lot of people really love the quality of the paddles. They love the brand. They love the vision. Um, they love everything that you said. Um, it's, it's the, the problem with the, the 
industry right now is it's growing so fast and the the monetary dollars are just going through the roof. Um, I had a meeting with the PPA today discussing um, different um, avenues of sponsorship. And, you know, I'm trying, we came out with our own ball and it's a very high quality ball. It's a very good ball. It's comparable to all the, all the pro, the pro ball out there. Yep. The K40, there you go. Um, it, and, and the dynamics of how much it's going to cost you to get these products into the tournaments now is astronomical. I mean, you wouldn't believe from last year's price to this year's price is five times the allotment. I mean, we're way into the six wow. figures now wow. to be a sponsor of a ball for the PPA for a year. Um, and likewise for the pro players. I mean, the pro, pro players, you know, you got Selkirk, you got Yola, you got Franklin, you got Engaged, you got all these other companies that are really big companies and they're willing to pay big dollars. And, you know, unfortunately, I'm the small guy right now, you know, and so that's I, I have to sell myself and my product on a vision and we're growing and we're making a staple out there and people are starting to realize that wow these guys are here to stay and these guys are here to get in the game so you know i mean i would love and i can't wait to announce who who will be coming on board um but it's going to probably be after january 1 uh when that happens but we'll be doing a big uh big release on so that. on january 2 we can expect to have you back on the show and uh, you can make the big announcement. <laughs> okay. We want to be the first podcast to broadcast who's coming on to the Komodo family <laughs> on the pro tour. So uh, we, we look forward yeah. to that. Our audience is going to look forward to that. Let's get into these patterns. Great. We need to Great. take a quick break. But Bridgie and I are so excited to talk about our experiences, to have you explain what is uh, going on with the Komodo paddles because something special about these guys. I mean, Bridgie and I are loving it. We can't wait to share it. So when we come back, we'll have more with Dave, the CEO of Komodo Pickleball. Listen up, pickleball people. You can't slay on the court and look sloppy at the same time. Thank goodness for pickleball athletes and their sweet styles. Whether you want long sleeves, no sleeves, or funky and fun prints, pickleball athlete has got you covered. Their selection is perfect for the super serious players or the jokers out there. And they don't just stop at clothes either. Check out their awesome accessories that would make fabulous gifts for your favorite player. Or for yourself, let's be real. And hey, you get to feel good about supporting a small business too. Find them at pickleballathlete.com. Be sure to also follow on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome back from break, everyone. This is Third Shot Podcast, and we are here with Dave Milo, the CEO of Komodo Pickleball. Before break, he was sharing with us some exciting news that next year, some professional players will be using some of his paddles. So I think that we should cheers to that before we get into any more details. Absolutely. Congratulations, Dave, to all your success. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now we get to hear all of the exciting stuff about your paddles. Um, in the last segment, you had shared that there's the family starter pack, um, and you kind of alluded to the katana a little bit. But if you can walk us through uh, what is available, what paddles you've created, and what's um, for sale to the public now. Right now, we have the Evolve series, which is uh, 
a big inner paddle uh, into it. Um, our Evolve 7 is a fiberglass paddle. Um, it's a 13 millimeter. Um, it's for, you know, the, the beginner, you know, and it's, it's retailed at $99. Um, and then you have the Evolve 8, which is a carbon fiber, uh, 16 millimeter, um, a longer handle, um, more of an intermediate beginner, intermediate paddle. And that retails for about 129. Um, and then you have the Katana paddle, which is the top of the line paddle that we have out of the market. Um, we've had this paddle for about seven months now. Um, and we just revealed two weeks ago, this is the only Kevlar paddle out on the market. You will not find another Kevlar faced paddle out there. There are a couple paddles that say they have Kevlar, but they're on the inside of the paddle that is in between the honeycomb, where this paddle here is truly a Kevlar faced paddle. And it is a woven Kevlar. It is made for wonderful touch, spin, longevity um, and it has a sense of pop that no other paddle has um, this is not a banger paddle by any means this is a advanced paddle that if you would want to dink or short game or if you need a good pop on it it comes right on out equally as fast what we have found with the Kevlar material is, is when the molecular structure of the Kevlar is under pressure, it tightens up. So when you are going for a hard pop or you're going for a good swing, the molecular structure tightens up and then it makes it to where it's stronger or it's loose when you're doing your dink shots or your chop shots or your spin shots. So you get the best of both worlds with this paddle. Now, we have tested it with a lot of the pros, and a lot of the pros like it for their sh short and soft game, but they're not really liking it for their bang game. It's not quite thin enough. Um, it has too much absorption on it. They like the carbon fiber paddles, which are a lot harder and a lot stiffer. But this one here is, for the masses, a all-around wonderful paddle. It, it really is. is. Richie, you know, you got a chance to play with it. Tell us a little bit about what your experience has been like. Yeah, I was itching since we started this recording to talk about how wonderful this paddle is because I did have a chance to play with the Katana and I just thought that it was fantastic. Um, I think I'd shared before, but I had some issues getting proper topspin on my returns. And let me tell you, this katana was like game changer for me. Every single one of my shots, I was able to get top spin. And I was playing with someone who was taller. And so when I would serve, I'd get a good amount of top spin on it and it would just sink. And because he's tall, it was just dying as soon as it hit the ground and he was not able to return it at all. And I just <laughs> felt so cool out there, <laughs> finally being able to nail my shot. And like you said, it does have fantastic touch and the spin that you can get on it is amazing. I, chef's kiss. Great paddle. <laughs> I think you're ready for our next Thank tournament, you. Bridgie. We got we to gotta get something I on the am. calendar because you got that serve spinning hard. We're ready to go. Yeah. For me, like you, you, you explained it really well, Dave, like the short touch game, the dink game control is all there. But the one shot that I really gained with this katana paddle was when when they were at the kitchen and I wanted to drive it but make it drop right after the net. 
I figured that shot out with this paddle that I've never been able to figure out before. So I wasn't like banging it really hard, but I was driving it and then having it drop right after it cleared the net. And people were having a heck of a time trying to control that. I mean, first of all, they were netting a lot of them. But even if they weren't netting and they were, you know, returning it, they're popping it up a lot of times. So this was like, as Bridgie was saying, a game changer for me because I was being able to pull that shot off where I've never been able to consistently do that shot in the past. So, you know, my, yeah. my people that have played with me in the past were looking at me going, Greg, what's up with you, dude? What, what's going on? How's you pulling this off? This isn't you. I go, I know it's not me. It's the battle. Trust me. <laughs> right, right. So you know, right when we, when, that's true. That's true. But I don't yeah, want to tell exactly. them. I don't want them to beat me. But I do want to make more sales for Komodo. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little torn right now, Dave. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Thank you. You know, when we when we made when we made this paddle, um, the balance on this, I've never felt a paddle that's equally as balanced as this paddle. Um, you know, you always find these paddles out nowadays that are either head heavy or or they're handle heavy, and you can't just get the control that you need in this. But, you know, when we made this paddle, I, I wanted to make sure that it was equally balanced throughout. You know, so if you think of a sword, the best swords in the world are perfectly balanced. And so, you know, I wanted to make sure that we had a paddle that was uncontrollably the best out there on the market. You know, I have a lot of people also that that call me up after they they buy it and they say, Dave, I played with this and you know I just I, I can't control anything and I don't know if I like it or not. And I said, give it two or three more times, play with it some more, get used to it because you come off another paddle that may be head heavy or maybe tail heavy, and you 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 just can't come to something that's so perfect and think your game's going to be it. You got it. It's a learning curve. So you know anybody out there that buys this paddle and they don't their first games, they don't feel good. Give it a few more because I guarantee you're going to fall in love with that. I agree. And just to kind of go over some of the specs with it, it's eight and a half ounces, correct? Well, actually our new version that we just came out with is seven and a half. Whoa. Okay. We lightened it up, we, we lightened it up uh, uh, an ounce because I had a lot of people that were saying that the eight and a half was too, too heavy. So we lightened it up one ounce and it's still the same great paddle, just a little bit lighter. So I, I wanted, you know, you can always add weight to these. You know, you can't take weight away. So I wanted to make sure that everybody, and you know, that going into our next version of paddles that we'll talk about, we lightened those up quite a bit too. But I wanted to make sure the katana, um, we add lost a little weight to it. So yes, it's it's seven and a half right I'm now. I'm glad you clarified that because when I held it just in my hand, it felt lighter than eight and a half. I'm going, you know, I saw the specs on the website and said eight and a half, and I'm going, I'm feeling it seven, you know, lighter than eight and a half. I didn't know if it was eight or seven and a half, but it felt lighter. So I'm glad you clarified mm -hmm. that because it plays light. It plays fast. Like when you're yes. when you're at the kitchen, it, it's reaction time is really quick with this paddle. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that, and, and that goes to back to the fact of being balanced too, you know, e even being as balanced as it is, it still feels lighter than it really is because of that. Cause you could, you could take a paddle that, you know, I, I put it up against our evolve seven and people think our evolve seven, you know, is heavier than this is and no this is eight and a half and that's seven and a half and people are like no way. And I said, it's the balance. It's how it feels in your hand. 
Well, and then another great product that I wanted to make sure that people hear about is the Junior Paddle that Komodo has come out with. And my nephew, he's five and he's been trying to play with me. Shout out to Finn because he's a, a faithful Yay, listener Finn. as well. So. We love Finn. Hey, Finn. Good job, buddy. <laughs> when, he, when he tested out that junior paddle, his game was so much better. He was able to return uh, more consistently. I mean, he's still learning, um, but he's doing yeah. so great. And because he's able to return more consistently, he's not discouraged. Where if he's playing with a larger paddle, I have an elongated paddle that he tries to play with and it it's too clunky for him because you know height and strength and everything this one fits him sure. perfectly and it's more encouraging for him to play with because he's able to control it so much better with it. Can you tell us the specs on the junior paddle? The junior junior paddle is about an inch and a half all directions smaller. Um, it's a 10 millimeter um, and it's a lot lighter. And what I what I noticed with the kids um, that I was seeing out there playing with the adult paddles is they were getting really lazy with their hands, and they you know they were just laying the paddle down, so they had to move it all the way up into their swing. So they're having to go from straight down to the ground all the way up. And so my six year old, um, he was really bad at that playing with all the adult paddles. So I basically made this for him. And then I thought about all the other kids out there that this really could benefit a lot. And I, I wanted to, you know, like I said earlier, you know, I, I want to help the youth out quite a bit. You know, so I made this affordable. It's $29 for this paddle. And we're actually doing programs where um, if you're using this to help youth out and you're like a club, um, I'll match. You buy 10, I'll donate 10. And wow. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to make money off these junior paddles. I just want to get them into the kids' hands. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you for doing that. That's amazing. Talk to us about yeah, this you. new generation of paddles that are coming out. I'm excited. I mean, after trying the katana out, I can only imagine what's next. So tell us a little bit about what can we look forward to? Well, we have the Fury. Um, after you evolve into the game of pickleball, you Ooh. get the fury for playing. So this is our 16 millimeter. Um, it is uh, seven and a half ounces. It's got a long handle and it is the T700 carbon fiber. Um, very gritty as well as the um, katana is. Um, it's, they have all passed the USAPA approval. So we have the seal of approval on there <laughs> Very nice. and, um, they're ready to go. Um, I also wanted along with the fury to make even a lighter version. So I came out with the fury LT, the fury LT is the same dimensions, same elongated handle, but it's a 13 millimeter paddle. It is a T 700 carbon rough. And this one raised between seven and seven and a half ounces. Um, I, I found that there were a lot of older players that were having hard time, but a lot of the older players I found, they don't hit with a two-handed backhand. So I came out with the Fury LS. The Fury LS is a short handle for one-handed. It's elongated mm -hmm. and longer. So this one here is between seven and a seven and a half ounces too. So a lot of the older players that don't use a two-handed backhand love this paddle a lot and they're playing with it 
immensely. All my testing that I do, I do a lot with our local pickleball club and they're, they're my testing market. Um, they really love, uh, it's the older crowd really loves a smaller handle um, and the lighter version in it. And so this, this paddle here has a lot of pop. It has a lot more pop than, you know, the Katana does. And so it's, uh, we're really excited to be launching this. Uh, we should be hitting, uh, hopefully here in the next 14 days, it'll be on the website for sale. Uh, we're probably going to do a pre-launch next week. Um, so you guys check it out on KomodoPickleball.com. And uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're really super excited about this. We're excited for you because it sounds like you and your team have thought of everything and considered everybody and the style of play that's out there. So we'll definitely be promoting you all. And if you can say it one more time, where is the best place for people to go and find your paddles? It's KomodoPickleball.com. That's K-O-M-O-D-O Pickleball.com. Correct. Thank you so much, Dave, for coming on the show with us today. Oh, thank you guys for having me. It was an absolute pleasure. And, you know, I'm just really uh, blessed that uh, the Lord brought us uh, all together. And, you know, you keep keep on Finn, you know, because I, I think it's going to be really great that uh, these kids, um, I mean, I'm sure my kids are out there playing right now. It's cooled down and the sun's going down. So they uh, they get mom out there every night. We're, we're out there every night in the driveway playing and you know we're also um we're also building uh, the dragon's lair which is going to become a uh indoor pickleball facility we're having two courts indoors oh and we'll be doing shooting you know um we're going to try to do our own podcast and youtube channel eventually uh, if i have pros playing we're going to have instructional videos and things so um, you guys will get to see the uh, the dragon's lair. We're we're in construction right now. Is there so a schedule? We're pretty date? excited about that. Is there that. a scheduled date for uh, opening? We're, we're we're hoping we're hoping by October one. Wow, that's coming up um, quick. That's yeah. when things start getting. It, it's coming up quick. I I've been <laughs> diligently working uh, lots of hours uh, in there. So you know we're 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 doing we're doing it every day. We got guys working in there and. So well, let's it's pretty let's fun. throw out the address to the location uh, for when it does open. It's ten seventy seven twenty two Road in Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, it'll be an invite only place. So you, if you send out a message on KomodoPickleball dot com, um, let us know if you're coming into town or whatnot. Uh, it'll be it'll be an invite only area. It's not. It won't be an open to the public. Um, place but we will love anybody to come check it out and you guys are more than welcome to come and maybe we can shoot a podcast from oh, in there fun. and do something fun like that for you that'd guys so yeah, fun. yeah thank you so much dave for sharing your story and for everything that you're doing for the pickleball community it's really great yeah, thank you very much and thank you everybody for joining us on third shower bridgie and i will continue to share our pickleball journey Special thanks to Dave Milo, the CEO of Komodo Pickleball, for sharing his story and the wonderful paddles that uh, they are putting out there. Can't wait for the next generation to hit the market. It's going to be extremely exciting to play those. Go to KomodoPickleball.com or on Instagram, they're at, at KomodoPickleball. Please support this company. They're doing wonderful things for the pickleball community. You can support us 
by subscribing and we promise to have more amazing guests just like Dave on future episodes. So let's continue to share our enjoyment for the game and grow the pickleball community. See you next time on Third Shot Podcast, everyone.